This is Adam Gorney with the Respect My Decision podcast this week and, and a very special guest. And we've done Matt Leinert and we've had all kinds of guys on here, but this really might be the best of the best. This is the, <laughs> this is the message board genius's Twitter account. Uh, we're going to keep it uh, as, you know, anonymity, as much anonymity as possible here uh, out of respect for him because, you know, he, he has a real job and a real life, unlike <laughs> many people uh that that follow this thing so uh i want i want to first thank you for doing it because it's so great um you know the the site is at board geniuses and uh it really just kind of collects the thoughts and whether sober or drunk whether mad or happy of of fans on on the thing and it and it and it's it's not critical but it certainly takes a little bit of a biting tone as to what their opinions are. Would you say that's true? Yeah. I mean, I would say that's true. The intent isn't necessarily to be critical of, of an entire fan base. Um, sure. And I think I tried to go out of my way to make that clear, but I think it's a little bit um, critical of certain opinions that might be voiced <laughs> on a message board. Yeah. So, how did this start? Were you just sort of a college football fan reading message boards? And you said, God, that's a crazy opinion. That's crazy. I, I need to start collecting these or how did this kind of all kind of come together? Yeah. I mean, pretty much, you know, I would see uh, message board takes and I would kind of just uh, troll around a little bit and see them and thought that it would be a fun thing to share. I think when I started the account, the first few that I actually shared were actually nba message board accounts but um i mean i quickly found that the craziest uh, takes were on college football message boards <laughs> so i kind of just gravitated there towards the, the college football message boards now i do this for a living so i sort of follow this pretty closely as yeah. you know as do you on the message board thing and in game it's incredible just to see just Oh my God, you know, Quinn Ewers is the worst quarterback ever. And then he throws a touchdown pass and Quinn Ewers is now the, the greatest quarterback ever. That's going to lead Texas to a national championship is the capturing of like the moment. What, what is that like? And, you know, you put words down and then maybe three day, you know, three hours later, or, or maybe the next day after you're sobering back up, you're like, well, what the hell did I just say? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Those in game posts are wild. I mean, I think, especially for the last like three weeks, I've kind of highlighted on our podcast, um, the Ohio state fans. I mean, they, even last week against Indiana, I went there and after the first, they had to punt after the first drive. So they went three and out on the first drive and there were literally posts after the first drive who wanted uh, to get rid of day. I mean, they've been fed up with Ryan day. Who's lost one conference game his entire career. <laughs> Matt at CJ Stroud after one series. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. I went back and I really couldn't find it after that because they kind of took control of that. But you know, you found the same thing with Alabama this week. I mean, they were they've been done with Nick Saban. Uh there were guys wanting to bench Bryce, bench Young. Bryce Young. Yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. that. And it's just the you know, the 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 emotion, which is part of the fun of it, is just to see what people say when they get real emotional. Um you know, it's kind of like that one friend everyone has where you kind of like to try to rib them and get them a little riled up because once they get a little emotional, they start to say and do things that uh, that are entertaining. Right. It's, uh, it's a little bit like that, I think. 
your calling card is fire everybody. And and that has obviously been a thing on message boards. You you lose one <laughs> game. You're in your first year. You, you, you don't have a quarterback. You haven't been able to hit the transfer portal. Your NIL is just kind of coming together at your school. But they want to fire everybody. And it seems like there are certain programs or schools that – they, they want to hire someone just so they could fire them and complain about them. <laughs> it, it's just an incredible thing. On, on <laughs> yeah, Miami. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, like I say, Miami fans, um, you know, Crystal Ball has barely been there. They wanted to fire him. Obviously, Virginia Tech, Virginia, Oklahoma fans have lately been wanting to fire Brent Venables. Yeah. Um, that's And the earlier in the season it happens, the more entertaining it is for me because inevitably, I mean, you'll find it in the first quarter of the first game of, of the coach's first year. Uh, people have made a determination that they've had enough of it. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. And then the other thing that's very popular on message boards, and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't, is flight tracker watch. So there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a plane leaving Oxford or, or Olive Branch, Mississippi, and it's headed to Auburn, Alabama. Lane Kiffin must be on that plane. And, <laughs> and it's just incredible to, to just see how much people care about where planes are going. Oh, yeah, the, invest, the time investment into – um, trying to track a plane that may or may not have anything to do with a coaching search. Or I think on some of the old Miss boards, they were tracking Lane's kids, social media accounts. I mean, going to every extent possible to see if they can put a couple puzzle pieces together. Yeah, we are a, uh, you know, we're, we're owned by Yahoo. So we're a, you know, a global company and uh, <laughs> we, have to, we have to monitor and police some of this stuff sometimes because, People just sort of think, you know, if they hide behind, let's say at Auburn, and, and I want to get into some specific schools and stories like Fat Tom 22. He seems to <laughs> he seems to really get involved there. Now, Fat Tom 22 on the Auburn side, and this is the thing, like this citizen journalism stuff. And you know, I, I'm a big I was a big Matt Drudge guy for a lot of years, and he always said like journalism will become the normal citizen will have an outlet whether it's twitter or a message board and he'll be able to report yeah. news well he doesn't have the same journalistic standards that maybe i do but it's still worthwhile following some of these guys because you just don't know who the hell they are and what they know so fat tom 22 on auburn sports is convinced that lane kiffin has a 10-year 120 million dollar deal already in place and you just wonder is it is it all true you know yeah, I mean, that's one where if I would have seen that um, initially, I would have made fun of it or laughed at it. But it came from Fat Tom 22, which if you follow the account or you follow Auburn, you know, I mean, he literally predicted the Brian Harson firing almost to the exact minute that it happened. Yeah. And so... You know, I don't know what his track record was before that, whether he um, had inside information before that, if he stumbled on one piece of information, if it was some lucky guess on his part. So now he tends to have a little bit of credibility. I suppose that it, it's uh, on the line right now uh, in terms of if Lane Kiffin gets hired by Auburn and if so, what the contract terms are. Um, but yeah, there's all you I always see guys on there who claim to have sources. And I think I, I'll always try to tweet that out because 
you know, like, like the posters, I don't really have, I don't really have to have any journalistic integrity sure. when, when I put it out there because it might be true. It might not. I'm kind of just putting it out there. Here it is. Either make fun of it or believe it, uh, whatever you want to do with it, but here it is. And that's kind of what I do with fat Tom. He turned out being correct to be correct. So yeah. Yeah. Fat Tom is definitely a follow, but others might be a little <laughs> more curious. Dabo and James Franklin. This, this, this is all. And, and this is for, for the people listening to this. This is all mm-hmm. news on the Auburn websites in the last week about the coaching search, Dabo and James Franklin have been contacted. <laughs> uh, Lane Kiffin has already told his team at Ole Miss that he's leaving. Cliff mm-hmm. Kingsbury has been contacted. And that Hugh Freeze, <laughs> Hugh Freeze might have some baggage, but I love this one. Lane Kiffin has mental baggage and, uh, and that <laughs> job because of it. <laughs> so, it's just really incredible. So that, then you go to Kentucky and that Mark Stoop should resign. And, at LSU, someone was really mad that they put out, uh, you know, hot chocolate like it's for Santa Claus and, and then broth on the sidelines. <laughs> They're investigating whether that came from the coaching staff or some rogue trainer that wanted to put broth on the sidelines. It's just it's just it's just like endless. And if you think about it, like last week's games really weren't like one of the biggest in, in the, of the of the season. I could just imagine what it's like Tennessee, Georgia and. Miami, it, it, someone's wondering if Mario Cristobal is losing games on purpose. It's like, it's just, it's just great. And then you get to Nebraska, and obviously one of the most incredible fan bases in the country, uh, just completely dying for, for relevancy again. And these are some of the good ones. And, and then I, I want you to speak to the Nebraska fan base. Someone at a barber shop in Lincoln is saying <laughs> that Urban Meyer is going to be the coach. Uh, yeah. Lance Leipold has already told Kansas that he's leaving. Uh, I love that someone asked if you could fire an interim coach because Mickey Joseph <laughs> lost the game. And then uh, the, the best maybe comes from former Ohio State assistant Zach Smith, who lost his job for, as we all know, alleged domestic abuse. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, that uh, he's sure that Deion Sanders is going to be the next coach at Nebraska. So take it from there. <laughs> yeah, I do love Nebraska fans, and I feel bad for Nebraska fans. But, right. man, their board's been all over the place. Like you said, you know, this week Matt Rule has been a done deal. Um, Urban Meyer's been a done deal. Um, Dion's been a done deal. So there's those three, and I'm not even sure that – if either of those three are really even going to be the head coach. Right. And then you've got the urban stuff. Um, you know, urban to Nebraska on the boards was rumored heavily, right? When, right after Scott Frost was hired, there was some a post saying that a janitor had seen Trev Albers meeting with urban. And then, you know, now you have um, a, a barber, uh, some barbershop chatter of uh, urban and that's according to the barbershop rumor that's supposed to be announced this Sunday. Oh, so nice. We'll uh, quickly be able to determine if there was anything to that rumor. Um, right. they don't, um, in the next few days. Uh, so they've kind of been twisting in the wind for quite some time. I mean, how long has it been since Frost has been fired? <laughs> Think, like September, right? So they've had all sorts of time for rumors. I heard someone say that they thought that they should just hire Mark Whipple um, as the permanent head coach, which I'm guessing wouldn't go over well either. Um, no, yeah, that yeah. wouldn't go over well either. So then we move on, and and it's it's endless. Ole Miss, 
uh, so people are doxing the officials uh, from the Alabama Ole Miss game. Uh, someone <laughs> claims that Lane Kiffin literally might be Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Oregon, they're they're trying to get Dan Lanning to take the Auburn job. Um, yeah. The people at Miami are convinced that Florida's NIL deal is four years for eleven million to flip Jaden Rashada. NC mm -hmm. State does not like Dave Doran. South Carolina, uh, they're they're sure that Shane Beamer is going to turn out to be worse than Will Muschamp, and that <laughs> Coastal Carolina head coach Jamie Chadwell will leave his head coaching job to be the offensive coordinator at South Carolina. Virginia that was a good Tech, one. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Virginia Tech under AD Whip Babcock, they're the seventh worst team in the state of Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the best, and it's played on a network. Their games are played on a network in between Golden Girls reruns, which is great because I see RSN and I really don't know what that is. I guess Raycom Sports Network. I didn't even know that was still a thing. West Virginia wants to bring back Rich Rodriguez, and uh, the excuse was that everybody makes mistakes, <laughs> even after he lost his job in Arizona for alleged sexual harassment and hostile work mm. environment allegations. <laughs> so, and then we get to the Texas schools and that's where we'll wrap up because this might be some of the best. Um, Texas, Texas loses to TCU last week. As we know, the offense struggles. Mm. Quinn Ewers did not look good. Uh, he's just chasing the money and his fame is about to dry up. So, uh, I love that someone commented that Sark makes Tom Herman look like a Mensa member, but Tom Herman <laughs> is actually in Mensa, He's actually in Mensa which is incredible. <laughs> I don't know if that was just really some high-level irony or just an accident that turned out to be really funny. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, someone wanted to hire Sonny Dykes. Um, mm -hmm. then, then someone wanted to hire Lane Kiffin. Then they're convinced Josh Heupel would leave. Uh, and then the meltdown alert. I loved your your tweet on the meltdown alert. They're tied 0-0, and it's time to put in Hudson Card or to put in Arch Manning. So <laughs> what do you make of Texas and what's going on there and just that fan base? Again, one that really has not done much in about a decade and really is aching for that national relevancy again. Well, the funny thing about that I like about Texas is every year they're back, and it just <laughs> – it's like this this terrible cycle for them where they're always back and then they're not back. Um, and I, they're just, they're back in that cycle again. And, you know, they're back, probably going to lose to Kansas next week. So that'll kind of fulfill uh, the typical cycle. But it's funny to watch because, you know, they were so gung-ho that Sark was the guy and that, you yeah. know, when Ewers came in and they started getting all these, um, these recruits that, that this time it really they really were back and now they're not and you know they're questioning Ewers and Sark and everybody and Gary Patterson and and everybody um, so it's been kind of funny to watch I think the only thing that's made it somewhat tolerable for them is that they get to watch Texas A&M be even more of a disaster than they are and that's and that's a great segue to to, to the greatest <laughs> to maybe the greatest message board posting across the entire recruiting network that that has come oh, to be. it's just incredible just just what you read and here are some of the the, the highlights <laughs> just the last week that yeah. texas a m should lose the umass on purpose for the greater good that they could, that texas a m could fire jimbo for insubordination the coaching hot board that has been proposed includes 71 year old <laughs> mac brown 
<laughs> and this is the best. And I don't know why I find this so funny, but it actually is not a, a, a horrible idea if legal that fans uh, should have a certain that there should be a surcharge on game tickets to pay Jimbo's buyout, which is just <laughs> incredible. So Texas A&M, what do you make of it? And those those guys and again, those guys are really aching for and, and we're so convinced that they were going to be back and they're the sleeping giant and all this kind of stuff. They sit at three and seven. Yeah, I mean, they had can really convince themselves that a national championship was coming either this year or or next year. Um, and it's been funny to watch how quickly they turned on uh, Jimbo Fisher. I mean, he went from could do no wrong to, you know, a worthless piece of, uh, piece yeah. of garbage. That they, It's funny because they're trying to figure out ways to get out of this contract. Like there's just some easy way that uh, Texas A&M is somehow going to get out of Jimbo's contract. Like I, I've seen posts where they say, well, look, we'll just negotiate it down from an 85 million down to 25 million. Yeah. As though, as though Jimbo would just agree to knock $60 million off, off, off the contract that he's owed or the, the surcharge uh, for the tickets, which we calculated that and figured out that if they put a $5 surcharge on their tickets, it would take, if they had a sellout every year, it would take 27 years to pay off uh, Jim, <laughs> Jimbo's buyout. Uh, so uh, that one's funny. Or they just, um, a couple of them uh, proposed that they just move him to like a bus washer or some other job in the university and make him work it off. But uh, some, <laughs> so somehow they'll still pay him his $100 million and then hire a new coach and obviously have to pay them more than $100 million. Uh, so it's funny to watch them uh, try to figure out how they're going to get rid of Jimbo and kind of move on. Uh, yeah, it's all great. And it's only going to get better. Uh, a lot of rivalries this weekend. I'm sure the boards are going to be heated. We go into the playoffs, the bowl games, everything else. It's a it's a great board. Thank you for kind of joining us today. Message Board Geniuses, at Board Geniuses, the name. I'm Adam Gorney, and that's the Respect My Decision podcast. <laughs>